0: Hello. Oh boy, this episode. Um, So, I'm just going to preface it by saying this. If you clicked on this episode, I truly appreciate you for coming here. Like, this episode specifically has all my appreciation because this is a concept that is very near and dear to my heart and I want to ask you to just please throughout this whole episode be open-minded. I'm trying to Throughout this episode, you know, I'm not going to try and get be like a preachy vegan or push my beliefs onto you. I just want to share my personal experience and kind of open your eyes even more. I was going to combine this with another episode, but I kind of realized I wanted to leave it as its own episode. So, if you wanted to click on it, like, you would know full transparency what this is and it wasn't some sort of, like, gimmick. Because I think this lifestyle choice is, like it was really important for me and everyone's like oh my god this is your only personality trait like all my friends but it's because it's something I like truly care about so with that out of the way I really just want to say please be mindful for what I'm about to say I'm gonna kind of talk about like my experience with it and how why I decided to go vegan and kind of like just some of the benefits of it reasons why people go vegan I also want to talk about like some of the different stuff I eat and like clear up any confusion on it so Anyways, um, I wanted to start off by saying that there is a very negative connotation around veganism, which is why I was very hesitant to put this episode out in fear of judgment, but also like, I just realized I don't really care anymore because it's something that like I truly deeply care about. I'm not going to sit here and apologize for my own beliefs, but there is a huge negative connotation of veganism because a lot of vegans, I feel like in my opinion- they see the world with like a more open perspective, which is why they decided to do this lifestyle. And when you're talking to someone who kind of doesn't really see why you went vegan, it's very frustrating. And that's why people get the term, you know, preachy vegan because they're like so annoyed with the system and how corrupt everything is and how the abuse of animals, like they come off as preachy vegan, but they don't mean to. It's just like they're intrinsically trying to get defensive I don't know how to explain it but you know what I mean but I I just want to ask you throughout this episode like to realize it is important to respect other people's beliefs and learn from them you know I would never try and push this lifestyle onto you but that's again why I made this episode and specifically am labeling it why I went vegan because I want it I want people who are interested in it to click on it not to just like you know wire it into an episode but I think with anything in life, it's really important to like see people's sides and kind of respect it and learn from it. Like we can all learn from each other. We're all different, different mindsets, stuff like that. I wanted to start with some basic definitions in case people are just like a little confused on the different things, right? So there are a lot of different diets you can follow. You know, there's like keto diets out there, paleo. I'm not going to get into that stuff, but basically you have like a meat eater. I don't know what else to call it, but someone who eats like basically everything and then you kind of have people who are pescatarian, so that means that they, um, the only meat that they consume is fish. You have vegetarians, where they don't eat any meat, so they don't eat fish, they don't eat pig, cow, any of that, but they do consume dairy and cheese and eggs. Then you have vegan, which is the title that I identify with, which means I don't consume any animal products whatsoever, so I don't have any sort of meat, I don't have any sort of dairy, any sort of cheese, anything that came from an animal. Some people don't realize that this is in fact a lifestyle change, so that means vegans don't typically purchase leather wallets or leather jackets, fur coats, they don't support products that have animal testing on that, so it's more than just having the diet, it's almost a completely different way of life. Now with vegans, there's like this weird fine line of honey, so me personally, like I'll, I will eat raw locally sourced honey, Like if, I, especially if I feel a, a sore throat coming on, that never really upset me, but... Um, a lot of vegans in the community like they won't even consume honey at all so that's like a weird little fine line if you didn't know that now another definition is raw vegan which is a lifestyle that like I eventually want to transfer into but it's very difficult raw vegan is the same exact thing as vegan except you don't cook any of your food so like you're kind of eating like raw salads smoothies raw wraps um stuff like that every single day and the reason why I'm so fascinated by this lifestyle is I well personally I don't think I could be raw vegan right now just because of like my active lifestyle and also living with my parents like and it's just like a lot to take on right now to try and like find different raw alternatives but another but I am really fascinated by this lifestyle because I think like this just takes your health a step further. Like, I think being vegan has the potential to be very healthy. I'm gonna talk to this later. Like, I, I I do feel like some vegans aren't necessarily the healthiest, but for my own health benefits, I feel like a raw vegan diet, at least trying it, would be better because when you cook a lot of the foods down, they do lose a lot of the nutrients and stuff. That's the whole premises of like being raw vegan is that you you're like losing the nutrients. But it, I do have now tried to make an effort to eat more salads and smoothies. Stuff like that. But, anyways, that's kind of a bit extreme. I'm not going to really get into that that much because I don't, I'm not raw vegan. So, I'm going to just talk about my expertise. But there is no black and white with this. Okay. I had a very, very slow progression into veganism. I feel like I kind of trickled down into all of these different categories. You know, I was pescatarian, then vegetarian, then vegan, stuff like that. So, basically the i'm gonna just tell you my story really quick it started for me around when i was a sophomore in high school i think i was a sophomore junior i've been vegan for about six years now i want to say so i'm not really sure what year that was so anyways i had this friend um and after school she was like hey i'm an animal advocacy club do you want to come with me And I had no idea what that was. I was like, "What's Animal Advocacy Club?" And she basically said that we raise a lot of money for like different local animal shelters. We rescue puppies, and I I love cats and dogs. I mean, who doesn't? You know, they're just adorable. So I was like, "Of course, I want to rescue some puppies." Like, let me go to this Animal Advocacy Club. And in the Animal Advocacy Club, there was about maybe like eight people. And one of the first questions the advisor asked was. Is anyone in here um vegan or vegetarian and every single hand went up in that room except mine. So I felt really weird and like outcasted by this. Right? Because usually I don't usually like I feel like vegans are the outcast, but in this specific scenario me being a full meat eater was the outcast. So I ended up staying after the class to talk to her. You know, I wanted her opinion. I was like is am I doing something wrong why like should I adapt you know I was just feeling really really weird and she basically told me that a lot of people in today's society don't really make the association that the chicken on your plate used to be a living breathing animal and that kind of really stuck with me because I kind of remember going home that night and my dad literally made chicken and I was thinking about how this animal was alive and we kind of like disconnect from that I don't know why but just realizing like the steak on your plate was a living breathing creature and like that whole concept really freaked me out for some reason I don't know why just the way she worded it and the way she said it I actually ended up emailing this advisor about two years ago basically saying like thank you for changing my life on animals like I have now been vegan for A couple years and you were the baseline of it so I like reached back out to her because I was really grateful that she kind of opened my eyes to this and she said it with a very I mean she was like she was lovely she said it with such like um she wasn't pushing her beliefs on me she just wanted to have me open my mind a little bit more and that's exactly what I did I went home I did all this research you know I watched the the factory farm documentaries and I was like absolutely freaking out so I Uh, immediately I went like I think I went either vegetarian or vegan I don't remember I just cut out meat altogether, cold turkey that was a bad reference to use but you know what I mean I just cut it out and at the time I was playing lacrosse so in lacrosse you're running like seven miles a day especially in games like you just run a lot so I didn't know what protein was I didn't know what a balanced diet was I basically was having a diet that consisted of potato chips and then My dad every night he would lay he would make meat and then a vegetable. You know, typical like American household diet. So I wouldn't eat the meat, but I would eat the vegetable. But I was getting I literally my diet was literally potato chips and like some sort of green bean or broccoli side vegetable. So this failed miserably. You know, I had got a lot of problems from this. I lost so much weight. I developed an eating disorder and it was just terrible. I literally lost so much weight and it was really bad. I had to start eating meat again. So I started eating meat again, and then every time I would eat it, I would feel this, like, a I don't know, some weird sense of guilt. Like, I should not be doing this. So, I really, really wanted to try to go vegan again. And I did a lot of research by myself. You know, this is something I was, like, truly passionate about, which is why I wanted to do it. I did a lot of research, kind of realized what a balanced diet was and I did a very slow progression so at first I was pescatarian for a little bit and then I went into vegetarian and I was vegetarian actually for a while and I turned vegan because this is actually like a really funny story but I turned vegan because I had this one friend at the time in high school and we were sitting in the library and she was vegan and I was telling her that I'm vegetarian I told her like my journey and she told like this this person is very blunt you know, like, she is just very blunt, and she told me, vegetarians are pussies, and I was like, what, that was just so bizarre, you're saying this to me right now, and I said, what do you mean, and she was like, if you're gonna go big, go home, and she basically told me all about the dairy industry, and, like, really scared me, which isn't, like, fear-mongering isn't the best tactic to make someone convert, but me, a susceptible little brain at the time, I was like, wait, you're right, you know, If I'm gonna go vegan, might as well just do the whole thing. I'm not saying if you're vegetarian, you're a bad person. I also went vegan um, because around the same time, I was having an insane amount of acne. And I never was a kid that grew up with like acne, so I didn't know what was going on. But I realized like because I turned vegetarian, I was like compensating in my diet with an excessive amount of dairy. Like I would have Greek yogurt twice a day because my mom said, you know, you have to eat this because you're not eating any more animal product or you're not eating meat. So, I actually went to the dermatologist and she told me to cut out dairy. She said like this breakout is literally because you're eating so much dairy. So, within the next few days, I went fully vegan and yeah, it was kind of like the combination of those two and I did my own research on the dairy industry, the egg industry and I was like just so absolutely heartbroken by it that I went vegan like because the doctor told me to and then, or the doctor didn't say vegan, they just said cut out dairy. I went vegan because my friend was like you know had a very blunt point at the time and then also the dermatologist said like your body is reacting to how much dairy that you're eating so yeah that was kind of like my little short story I hope you enjoyed that and I've been vegan ever since I get a lot of questions you know have you ever slipped up blah 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 of course every single vegan in their life slips up like that is a stereotype we need to you know not represent okay like I I've never intentionally said oh I'm gonna order this McDonald's cheeseburger and like it was they've always been accidents you know if I've been to restaurants where like I bit into something and it was beef or I bit into something and it was chicken and I was traumatized you know because when you haven't had meat in so long you're it's a very traumatic experience so I've had stuff like that or when I was drunk one night like I had a few Doritos and realized you know, this has cheese in it and like stopped eating it. So just stuff like that. You also can never be, I feel like you can try your best, but it's also hard to be a hundred percent just because a lot of things have like milk powder in it. Nowadays, like you could have like spices that have milk powder and you would never know unless you read the labels. So reading the labels is very important. But anyways, I I feel like I was kind of allergic to dairy almost because in eggs, honestly, weren't that hard for me to cut out because I've always been, like, so weirded out by eggs. I don't know why, like, some people love them and good for you, but I've always been, like, really freaked out. I would have an egg and I'd be like, this is so mid, you know, I don't really, like, I don't need, I can live without this. So that wasn't, like, too hard for me to cut out. So, anyways, <clears throat> I wanted to, like, kind of now transition into, <clears throat> sorry, my little cough, Um, some of the reasons why people go vegan and kind of, like, the four... Like, I feel like I went vegan initially was the animals, but also throughout my life, like, I developed different aspects on it. So, I'm going to kind of go through, like, four main reasons why people um, would develop this lifestyle. So, for me, obviously, like I just said, initially, it was the animals. You know, I was in the animal advocacy club, and I kind of, like, learned a lot about this, you know, just through my own research. I've learned that pigs are actually one of the most intelligent species on the planet, they're very similar to like elephants and dolphins. They learn a lot faster than dogs. Their intelligence is compared to like a three-year-old child's. Cows also have really excellent problem-solving skills that involve logic. So, these farm animals that we are consuming are like very, very intelligent beings and it was also really weird for me to like kind of love dogs so much and take care of dogs all the time and it was like, why am I discriminating against one kind of animal, you know? Cows, to me, now I view very similar as dogs. Like, look up a baby cow or a baby pig. You cannot tell me that those things aren't adorable. I mean, it's really like a puppy. I would le- I would legit... I saw the cutest video the other day. It was like, this person adopted a cow and it was a calf. And it was just in the yard playing with it their dog. And it was like the cutest interaction ever. So... I mean, I I feel like it's really judgmental almost, or what's that the word? Hypocritical, I think. It's very hypocritical for you to say that you're an animal lover and you love animals, but then you're going home every night and supporting factory farms that really torture these poor, beautiful, innocent beings. Okay, and I'm also, I'm also want to preface by saying, like, I'm talking about factory farming in this, you know, if you're supporting your local farmers and they have, cows and stuff that are live really good lives and they're grass-fed and not pumped with antibiotics that's a, a lot different than what I'm talking about these factory farming so if you do eat that locally sourced type of meat you know good for you I'm not telling you need to become vegan but I'm just saying like I for me personally meat, eggs dairy like they all really gross me out right now I can't even have like the beyond burgers or the impossible burgers because they resemble Meat so much to me that I get freaked out and I just can't eat it. But, anyways, um some other really cool, interesting things about these farm animals is that chickens understand arithmetic. But unfortunately, every year, over 6 billion think about that number 6 billion. The population right now is 8 billion. 6 billion chicks are suffocated and thrown into dumpsters or crushed by machines after hatching because they cannot lay eggs. Like, these facts are heartbreaking. And I'm... Again, I'm not trying to sound preachy, but, like, if you watch any of these documentaries, you know, Cowspiracy, Seaspiracy... I think there's one. It's called, like, Dominion. I can't remember what it's called. But they go inside these factory farms and you see all this stuff happening. Also, not only are these slaughterhouses really horrible for the animals to endure, but the workers that work in here... Like think about it on a human level, right? Okay? So if you can't really show mercy for these animals, think about the humans that work in here. The people that work in here are often immigrants and refugees. They work really long hours for low wages. This is basically like slave labor right here. They endure harassment and assaults. They experience really unsafe conditions. They suffer a lot from disease and depression, and they're extremely prone to injury and early death. So not only are these like these companies are only benefiting the ceos who are like multi-millionaire billionaires from these factory farmers but you're, you're hiring workers to work in these conditions and you're also forcing animals to be in these conditions for me it's like i don't even i wouldn't even want to support that you know what i mean and we don't see this because especially if you live at home and your parents cook for you the plate you know you don't go grocery shopping you just eat what's on your plate and you see this stuff but when you watch these documentaries and you read about it and realize how many things had to happen for you to get this meat on your plate, how many lives had to be sacrificed, not only animal but human, like that is some deep dark shit that I when you really start getting into this stuff, like I don't even want to go on a tangent about this because it makes me so upset, but there's just a lot of really good, um, great documentaries out there to change your life just look up on YouTube or type in factory farming documentaries. A lot of people who've watched these documentaries, like there's this one woman, um, she watched it. She had a completely like meat restaurant and she watched it, completely changed her mindset and she switched over to a, a vegan restaurant, which was amazing. But you have to think, right? Like, There's a reason that so many people are nowadays becoming vegan. And like for me, I always want to understand different people's perspectives, which is why when I'm giving this, when I'm talking to you through this podcast, I'm trying to say if you support your local farmers or you're a farmer yourself and you give these animals really good lives and you're not, you know, working in a slaughterhouse, stuff like that, I can see your perspective. And I'm not telling you to stop eating meat, but I'm just saying it's very important to be aware of when you're supporting these big businesses and stuff like that, where your food is coming from, you know? All right, let's move on because I'm going to give myself a heart attack right now if I keep talking about this stuff. Another big reason to go vegan is the environment. So, animal products in general and the huge demand is going to negatively impact climate change, food safety, world hunger. I mean, I saw this fact. I'm not sure how true it is, but like we could literally stop world hunger if we just developed a plant-based diet because it is so sustainable, and there's a lot of resources out there saying like by 2050, factory farmers farms won't even be sustainable because if if we don't stop supporting them, it's gonna it's like the demand is so much. You know, we can't have this much food for this growing population. Um, but also another important thing to realize is like fishes too, right? Like the over we're overfishing the oceans and it's just crazy okay so i work in a i work at two restaurants right now one is um a seafood restaurant and one is a vegan restaurant so i'm trying to slowly leave the seafood restaurant because you know that's why i got the i've been at the seafood restaurant for like four years because it's like family friends own it and blah blah, blah. it was really great source of income when i was in college and stuff like that and i'm really grateful for the opportunity but i do love this vegan restaurant a lot better obviously because it's vegan but at the fish restaurant I really don't work there that much anymore. Again, I'm trying to like slowly leave it and they know this. I've expressed this to them like I need to leave this for my own mental health. But um, we have a dish, okay, it's called the like king crab legs, you know, Atlantic king crab and the price for just four, I think it's like four legs. I don't know how many pounds that is, but just one dish of that is $105, It used to be like 75 and it skyrocketed that much. And it's because these crabs are being, they're so hard to find because we're killing them. Like we're, it's just not a sustainable thing. Overfishing is not a sustainable thing. So anyways, yeah, when you're thinking about veganism, it's not only just like factory farmers, but it's also how we're impacting the oceans and stuff like that. Okay. I want to read this little facts sheet really quick because it kind of opened up my perspective because everyone is like oh my god you're vegan you know I've heard I've heard it all like I've literally heard it all the judgments and it's absolutely ridiculous but you know people just saying like you're not saving anything and blah 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 well actually a vegan person or yeah a person who has a vegan diet saves 1,100 gallons of water 45 pounds of grain feet feet squared of forested land 20 pounds carbon dioxide in one animal's life per day okay with the environment we don't realize like how these factory farms they produce so much methane if you don't know what methane is it's a greenhouse gas really bad but it comes from cow's farting and pooping, okay, I know that's, like, really weird, and burping, but that, so the more cows you have producing these gases, the more it's clogging up the atmosphere and leading to greenhouse gases, leading to global warming and pollution, And stuff like that but when you develop a vegan diet you're not only saving animals lives but you're look how you're saving so much water because they need to you know feed these cows and pigs and stuff like that they need to feed the livestock with grain with water how much space they take up too you know planting vegetables is going to take up a lot less space than housing livestock animals so this is like you don't even realize how much your carbon footprint is affecting the planet. And yeah, you could say, I'm just one person. I have a small impact. But you know what? If I had that mindset, I never would have had this. And I've been vegan for six years now. So that's a lot of animals that I've saved, you know? And you might think, oh, well, the animals, you know, they're dead anyway. And people have that argument all the time. But you're like, I don't know how to explain it. When the demand is less, like they're not breeding the animals just to slaughter them if that makes sense you know it's not like when I say I'm saving the animal's life per day it's not like they're they're killed and then now they just go in the forest and decompose it's like the animal was never even born to begin with because there wasn't that demand this is like on a very small scale but when it's like a collective amount of people not buying the animal products then the factory farmers don't need to produce as many animals because they're really breeding them right now just to kill them so yes anyways moving on to the fourth no my bad third reason why people go vegan and also why i'm sticking to the vegan diet is the health aspects of it so just really quick let's get this out of the way there are multiple studies shown that have very very well established links between meat and cancer Okay, red meat was just classified as a class 2 carcinogenic. If you don't know what that means, that basically has a direct link with cancer. Okay, eggs are horrible. A lot of them are linked to diabetes, different cancers, and dairy actually has a really strong link with arthritis. So, if you didn't know, dairy has a lot of fat, calories, sodium, cholesterol, hor- hormones, opiates because this encourages the calves to nurse. And the dairy cheese kind of has this fosters an unhealthy addiction to the people who consume it because they're trying to make the cow, cal- the calves addicted to the milk and therefore when you eat that like you're getting addicted to it also. Does that make sense? So, these things are, like, all these meats and cheeses are being pumped with these, like, addictive chemicals and these hormones and these antibiotics, and I'm going to talk to this more, like, when I get to the fourth reason, but, yeah, so anyways, um, that is kind of just, like, a little bit about the meat. Now, I do want to mention this, like, when you are vegan, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're healthy, Okay, because I know a lot of people who go vegan for the animals and see I'm trying to give you like a lot of different perspectives on this so you don't think there's just like one right way but a lot of people go vegan for the animals and you know what good for you like go go you you know but then they choose to eat the processed fake meats, fake fishes, stuff like that and I've never been one personally to be attracted to those tastes just because they like freaked me out but I was always super attracted, and this is just like my personality and my style of life. I always loved, you know, the farm fresh fruits and vegetables and, you know, getting multiple different protein sources. People say you can't, you don't get protein as a vegan. I mean, there's beans, chickpeas, lentils, tofu, seitan, so much, so many more things. And having like a plate with a lot of colorful foods, shopping local, supporting farmer's markets, that is like one of the things that I truly love about being vegan but when people go vegan it's almost like you need to take care of your health and yourself first before you can help the world so yeah you want to go vegan to save the animals that's amazing and good for you but if every single night you're eating like I don't know white rice and then a highly processed unnatural veggie burger that's not that's not benefiting you you know so when you make this decision to go vegan you have to take yourself into accountability and now there's so many resources out there on like different meal preps different 15 minute vegan snacks or lunches or dinners out there like there's so many resources on how to get like a really beautiful well-balanced tasting meal but it's all about training yourself you know slowly ease into it if you don't eat healthy like you can slowly ease into it slowly convince yourself and fall in love with the process of eating healthy that's what I did you know I wouldn't say I was, like, the healthiest person a few years ago, but now I, like, literally maybe it's because I'm a grandma now, but I love farmer's markets. I love bringing home fresh fruits and vegetables and, like, washing them and feeling them in my hands and chopping them up and cooking for other people. I just love that whole process now. But, yeah, if you're eating processed foods, it's not the healthiest. That's why I'm saying veganism, it can be healthy, but it also... Can't so kind of just be mindful of that, and again, there's no black and white. If you wanna say you wanna say this podcast episode changed your whole life, okay, you know what I mean, and say you wanna you wanna turn vegan tomorrow, but then in a few days you slip up and have like a chicken sandwich, okay? Y- at least you're trying. Like it's not a black and white all of a sudden thing. Like you ease into this stuff. Say maybe you convince your family to start having like meatless Mondays, cut out meat once a week if you have a very if you feel me that's like heavily into me, you know, stuff like that. I feel like me being vegan personally has had a a very small impact on other people's lives. Like everyone I've met when I was abroad or everyone that I've had relationships with in the past, I've slowly transformed them into adapting a a vegan or vegetarian lifestyle. Like I've opened their minds to you know like friendships relationships that have kind of altered their perspective cuz they saw how passionate I was about it like I didn't sit there and push my beliefs on people but they saw how happy and healthy I was and they're like hmm maybe I want to try that but again if you are vegan and you're listening to this well first off shout out you let's be besties but also you get where I'm what I'm just saying when I say like it's hard not to be a preachy vegan because your mind is so open to the universe and the world and you see things in a different light but in it and it's really exhausting talking to people you know they say where you get your protein from or oh I'm gonna eat two animals a day to make up for the ones that you miss and oh my god the world's gonna end anyway like I've literally heard it all so it's It sit there like it's hard to sit there and take it and it's very frustrating so listen to me girl or guy or non-binary whoever you are I feel you okay so I also want to before I move on recommend this show it's called the game changer on Netflix and a lot of the reasons why people go vegan is because they're athletes and you realize like plants have a lot of protein and power and a lot of these like famous boxers and NFL players and all these different sports players, they adapt a vegan lifestyle and they realize how much more energy they have and just how it overall affects their performance. So, if you're an athlete and you're kind of skeptical on going vegan, I would suggest you watch this because there's a lot of vegan fitness influencers out there, especially one of my favorite on YouTube. His name's like Simon nutrition i believe he posts a lot of great recipes and this guy's like absolutely ripped and i think he's from canada so it just goes to show you know i i go to the gym a lot i'm a have a pretty active lifestyle and i do just fine so you don't need to say like oh meat's the only way you get your protein because actually where do you think the cows get their protein you know they're they're vegans so you're just eating like, the grains and the vegetables that they eat. So, all I'm doing is cutting out the middleman, you know? I'm just going directly to the protein source. But whoever said vegetables don't have protein didn't know what they were talking about, okay? But, yeah, think about it that way. Where's the cow getting their protein from that now you're getting the protein from? I'm just not eating the cow. I'm just eating their source of protein, you know? Anyways, moving on to the last reason why people go vegan and probably the biggest reason for me right now is the spiritual reasons so the idea behind this is to you want to like come to this planet and kind of cause the least amount of harm to all beings okay so you want to try to embody your truth you want to try and be a good positive person to other humans but also to other living beings to other animals you know to other life forms like trees and grass and whatever so these animals that live their whole lives in fear and in darkness and i mean if you just look up these factory farming documentaries it's absolutely horrible and if you look this up right now after you saw this video i like really commend you because a lot of people don't even have the heart to look this stuff up because they just live in a bubble and you know they don't want to hear about any of it and then they never want to change their lifestyle and it's hard, you know, when you've grown up in a society that pushes me or say, like, I came from a very meat-heavy family, you know. I'm Italian, so my dad and my nana were super huge on eating meat and dairy and cheese, stuff like that. So it was really kind of hard for me to break this cycle. But think about it. When you're consuming these animals that live their whole life in fear and they're pumped with antibiotics so they get bigger. And right before they die, they have so much fear and adrenaline. And you almost, like, consume... If you believe like everything's energy, when you're eating this steak, you're consuming that energy of death, like that negative, overwhelming energy of all those emotions that that poor little innocent animal felt. That is now in your body. So the saying you are what you eat is literally true on an energetic level. Like plants and fruits, they have such a high vibration, a lot of nutrients. When you consume that, like, you raise your vibrational frequency but when you're adapting to an animal-based diet you're consuming all of that energy of death and negativity and this is why you're sluggish and stuff like that and i don't know if this is true but i rem- i just had this like really weird memory of when i was 10 years old my mom told me that red meat stays in your gut for three days. And I I remember at 10 years old, I was like, that's a really weird thing. Like, why would anyone ever consume that? Now, I don't know if that fact is true, but just realize like these these things become a part of you. You know what I mean? So again, I want to thank you for making it this far and like listening to me get frustrated at times but I do really appreciate for you for being here because it means a lot and it shows like you want to better yourself and you kind of want to see these different perspectives and you respect other people's beliefs so those are the four main reasons why I kind of stay vegan and yeah so anyways before we wrap up I just want to bring up a few little things like I mentioned before it's really fun to like kind of try To cook new different things. I feel like when I turned vegan, it almost forced me to be more creative with what I was making. It's very easy when you have a meat based diet to just make like meat and then potatoes or meat and a vegetable. But when I turned vegan, I was almost forced to learn more different ethnic ways of cooking, if that makes sense. Like I tapped into a lot of different, you know, um, Thai food recipes or like. I don't know what else, I've done like so many things, I've been trying like different Greek dishes and um, like pho right now, something that I'm absolutely loving, like finding a really good pho place, I don't know, just tapping into different cultures and finding creative ways, you know, Mexican food, like I was experimenting a lot with like different tacos and quesadillas, obviously with no cheese of course, but just, it's really cool to kind of like learn about different styles of cooking and an Indian food specifically like I got super into Indian food because a lot of what they make is vegetarian and vegan and I was trying to like recreate some of those dishes and they're absolutely amazing but like when I was eating meat I kind of feel like I just had the same thing every single day you know people eat like chicken and rice or like steak and potatoes and it it got very boring, so I think cooking is super cool and fun. I mean, I even have a cooking Instagram. It's called it's at No Ray. It's vegan, but I post like some of the things I'm cooking on there, and it's just like it's it's really really, really cool to experiment with this type of stuff, you know, and it's fun. Like bring a friend into the kitchen, bring your family or your partner, and kind of like meal prep or look. There's so many. There's like I can't even tell you how many videos there are online of people cooking vegan food and you can try their like literally look up like 10 minute easy vegan recipe and so many videos pop up which is the amazing thing about the internet you know if I were to go vegan 20 years ago maybe it's not as easy because I wouldn't have any inspiration and I wouldn't know what any of this stuff is but anyways I also want to um preface by saying like make sure you're getting protein into every single meal too that's very important I told you I struggled a lot with my protein intake at first but every meal should be like a very balanced you know having a lot of different colors in there vegetables protein obviously i'm not gonna go on about all this you can look up this information yourself if you want me to do an episode on this though i definitely can and another thing before we wrap up is vitamins make sure you're getting your vitamins because I know when vegans lack a lot of b12 because that's what's found in meat so just taking like b12 supplements I'm sure you can go on amazon and look up vegan vitamin and everything you need in there is in there you know like iron I just take stuff like vitamin c and vitamin d anyways in general um and then just like other pills you know I take like a manos pill that's just like for your urinary tract system probiotic you know girls balance out the ph and the hoochies down there but yeah I take a variety of different vitamins just to kind of like stay healthy and make sure I'm getting all the things but b12 is definitely one of the biggest ones you need to be taking but again if you find a multi a good vegan multivitamin all these will kind of just be in one vitamin and it's super convenient you don't have to pop 10 pills a day like I do I just choose to do that because I don't know I just want to but maybe I should look into like a really probably good I don't know substantial vegan multivitamin Anyways, I wanted to wrap this up by saying just be more mindful, I guess, in general of what you're consuming. That's going to be the next episode. I didn't want to combine them because I felt like if you wanted to click this episode, it was because you were interested in becoming vegan yourself or like interested in the perspective of it. Hope I wasn't too preachy. You know, I, I, it's hard when you've been vegan for this year or for the, yeah, for this these many years i'm like stumbling on my words now because it's towards the end of the episode when vegan when you have been vegan this many years you just get like really frustrated you know what i mean so i was trying to kind of see both sides and give you both perspectives but yeah in general just be super mindful of what you consume and that specifically comes to food you know eat foods that have a lot of good high vibrations because and you want to like just be nice to everything and everyone. You know, it doesn't it doesn't take a lot to be a good, nice person, especially when you learn to love yourself, you're going to show so much love for the people in your lives, the animals in your lives, the animals on the planet, the beings, everything's connected, everything's one. And on that note, I want to say have a fabulous day. Love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. I really mean it with this episode. Like every episode I say, thanks for tuning in. I really mean it with this one. You mean a lot to me. Okay, goodbye now.